We're Darren and Cara, UK wedding photographers. We work the wedding scene, want to bring you our stories, our experiences and our opinions and most of all our encouragement to those that are looking to start out. In a seemingly oversaturated part of the wedding industry, you may feel like giving it all up before you've even started. Well, don't. <laughs> all upstanding, please. Darren and Carl are in the room. <laughs> How many times have we heard that? I know. It gets everyone attention though, doesn't it? It does. Everyone goes quiet very quickly. It does. But I've got one great trick, haven't I? When it's really noisy. Yeah. And you can't get anybody to shut up. You'll whistle. I just whistle. It's the loudest whistle I've ever heard. It's so high-pitched and it literally, with, within a fraction of a second... It's, it stuns people. It's quiet. <laughs> and everyone stares at me and I'm they like... They do. Whoops. I'm, left, I'm left with me, caught with my fingers in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> works. It, it works every work. time. So, anyway, we're here again. How are you doing anyway, Carl? Are you all right? I'm good, thank yeah. you. Good, yeah. enjoying this warm spell? A bit too hot for me, really. Yeah. yeah. Um, what have you been doing the last week or so? Doing our morning walks. Doing our morning walks. And we did our last walk past the Photostone session, didn't we? Oh, yeah, we did that on yeah. Sunday. Because everything seems to have uh, almost gone back to normal in a funny sort of way, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, more, people, lot, people are out and about, aren't they? A lot busier out, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. A lot busier. more going on. And it kind of taken away the essence of that stay at home seems to have gone, doesn't it? It does. Even though people are still staying at home, maybe. A lot are. It just doesn't feel like the Kids it, are still it? at home, obviously. No so, schools, yeah. So. yeah. But we, we did succeed. We finished a whole town we lived in, didn't we? Obviously, we didn't take pictures of every household, because that would have been quite a mammoth project, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, just a bit. But, but being the free exercise that it was for us, we covered the whole town, and anybody that wanted one done got a photo done, didn't they? They did. Um, same in a way, but I suppose it's the nature of these things they come to an end don't they yeah yeah but we've uh we've met some great people haven't we we have yeah. it's been it's been a really lovely exercise a great experience got a lot out of it yeah personally i've got a lot out of it i know you have too and hopefully lots of happy clients would you call them well, clients? not really clients they're not yeah. paying are they just happy <laughs> smiley people happy smiley people <laughs> shiny happy, happy people sm- holding okay. hands no. uh, we'll end that one then yeah definitely <laughs> Just wanted to relay that experience to anybody that's listening that we had. Back, was it last week we mentioned how I used to take my camera everywhere? Yeah. And now I don't tend to take it because it's a work tool rather than a yeah, leisure tool. Yeah, although you should be. And on the back of that, I, I did say to myself, actually, I'll start taking it with us when we go out because you never know. And we went out for a walk, didn't we? Yeah. It was, it was the, an evening walk through uh, a woodland by us, down a few tracks. And we came up to this gateway, didn't we? And we were face to face. Literally meters away from two beautiful young deer, two young roe deer, yeah. lovely look. And they stood literally five minutes. We had a stare off, didn't yeah. we? Yeah, nobody ears moved. twitching. Nobody moved. And the deers. And the deers. <laughs> <laughs> I turned around. I couldn't find you. <laughs> but it just goes to show, doesn't it? If you had your camera, it would have been a lovely picture. It would have. It was dusk, wasn't it? It's yeah, just starting it to was, get dark. It was literally a beautiful setting. But well, that's that's what happens, isn't it? And then yeah. I think the day previous, or was it a couple of days previous? We saw a female pheasant or mother pheasant yeah. with about with twelve chicks. chicks. And we'd been saying about a week or so before we'd we've never seen pheasant chicks. No. We we've never seen pheasant chicks. Thousands we've never of seen pheasants. big lots never of, lots the, of pheasants. Never seen the chicks. But you never see the chicks and then suddenly there <laughs> there was about twelve pheasant chicks. chicks. <laughs> they are very cute. And then I took my camera with me every day after that. Yeah. And we haven't even seen a bumblebee. Nothing. No. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> uh, 
But take your camera with yes. you at all times, or take something to re record what you see. Even if it's your phone. Yeah, that would have been something. Yeah, and you never even had your phone on you, did no. you? Or me. I can't remember what we were talking about last week. I think we, we kind of did a story from our first wedding, yeah. didn't we? And, and me doing what the bits and bobs I did to make my way forward with my own photography. And I think we ended my first pay-in yeah, yeah. pay wedding, wasn't first it? paid wedding, yeah. Which was quite a small affair. Uh, I want to continue this week, really. I, I don't really want to speak too much about my background in sports because that could go on for three or four episodes. And it's not really a sports photography podcast of any such. No. But I think I will just touch on it just to let, you know, build a story yeah I think it's important for people to know the background and how yeah. you came to the wedding photography side of things yeah. Yeah. yeah so from our first wedding um, I think I suppose it's just a case of conti continuing that story isn't it that uh, after getting paid for that first wedding I, I kept up with my photography but I did start to want to have a, an avenue to dedicate myself to yeah and being a bit of a sports fan and playing a lot of sport when I was when my legs would work properly, they don't work very well anymore, they don't work at all. But I decided, I, I know my sport, particularly football or soccer, I know the game. Yeah. So I, I wanted to turn my hand to that as far as photography goes. I can remember starting locally at our local football club with my quite basic stuff, with my, um, my, my handheld camera and the relatively small ha uh, lens it had at that time just to go down just to see what it felt like and to literally walk around the edge of the pitch taking photos of a football match whilst it was going on and then coming home and looking at those photos and you know, tweaking them slightly in editing and seeing what I could come up with and I can remember doing that over a period of weeks and months and becoming more people were recognising me down there more yeah. and then asking oh where are the photos what are you doing with the photos which back then I only had the Facebook page so that's, that's right, kind yeah. of where the photos were going um, but is it, that's sort of the the way I started into the sports, going to a game that I thought I knew, just getting on in, into the local scene, um, just to get your name out there more, and then kind of just following the theme as we said last week, you just getting your face out there, getting your name known, getting your face known. If people don't know you as a person, they'll start to know your face. Yeah. That lad with the camera, or that girl who's always got the camera. Yeah. And that that was the idea behind that. I, I remember that continued for good few months really and then I had a couple of local sort of sports companies who started to do their own events and yeah. they wanted some stock stock photography to promote this new yeah, event that's so that. from from nothing building it up to something that be quite has become very successful and to have been able to, to be, have been approached to start a, their foundation with them yeah again was such an invaluable experience but I wouldn't have got that if I hadn't gone out and done my my sports, my football, and the rugby and things locally, because yeah. they sourced a local sports photographer. Yeah, that's right. So that kind of came on the back of that, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, it did. They they saw what you were capable of doing. That's right. That, yeah. So they approached yeah. you to to help them out. That's right. And, and, and in in all this, every event or game or match I went to, it wasn't just to go and have a jolly up. It was it was education. Mm. Always education. I used to go and do evening games under floodlights that weren't very good and try and work out what the best ISO was. Again, I know we're not a technical show, but it's trying to learn what the camera's got in it and its capabilities. Yeah. And I remember working for that company and doing their stock photos. Uh, and they, they were fine, the photos. There, there was no issues there. Again, it was a paying job as well, so yeah, um, you know, we were going down the right path. But then realising, need to improve my kit. I'm getting mm. paid now. People start wanting to pay me. I want, and my photos need to start to have that professional look. So again, education research you quickly realize that it's your lenses that need to be the 
focus of your upgrades. Not yeah, necessarily your camera, it's worth but you spend the money. Yeah, spend your money on the glass. So I kind of sourced quite quickly some lenses that I wanted. I think at the time I was getting, as I say, a few little paying jobs with a local company, and I was starting to sell prints as well on back of me football stuff. Yeah. But that was all on a like a Facebook page with a link externally to then buy prints. So it kind of all came together where we. We both had the conversation that we might be better off getting a website yeah. together. And I am so not technical in any way, <laughs> shape, or form when it comes to, to you know, organising websites. So again, that was a lot of research, trying to find something that I could actually understand and do. Mm. And I can remember um, I, I joined a company online, and there was a monthly payment, but you kind of built your website. It was template-based, but you could put it all together, yeah. try it, add pictures, add bits and bobs. Um, it was a case of just, just working at that and trial and error to make it look something. And I remember the first, it was it was quite standard. It looked quite standard, but it, it looked really good to me back then because it was my name with a now a, a logo. I, I sourced a bit of a logo, yeah. um, a few pictures, and just links where they could then go onto that website and then look at all the pictures I was taking. Is that the same website we're with now? Yes, it's exactly the same it's format. It's the same, yeah, it's the yeah. same company, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I stayed I with them because, yeah, we just, I, because I got so used to working with them. Um, if you look at the website now, it's a million miles from what it oh, was God, yeah. back then. Yeah. So back then, my website was like a scrapbook. Yeah. And now it's so picturesque and yeah. it flows nicely. It and works really well. It's really good. But you learn, again, you learn those but sort you, of things. you did all that yourself, didn't you? Yeah, you yeah. That, literally, that's what I'm saying. If you if you dedicate yourself to these things, you, you, you find a way of making it work. And with the website, it was quite important to have a... A visual, isn't it? A visual of your work. Yeah. So rather than just having a Facebook page, I, I decided I felt quite, you know, serious that I needed a website, and we put one together um, over many months. But on the back of that, we would just be able to put our own work onto our own website, mm. um, and it just felt a bit more professional, didn't it? Well, that's the thing: is that people trust you more if you've got a website. Yeah, yeah. And all, back, all, back you up. That's right. right. And all your details there yeah. aren't they? With yeah. your contact details and a little picture of you as well. That might have turned a few people away, but. <laughs> <laughs> But it was it, it was work in progress all the time, wasn't it? Yeah. But I just remember I just wanting to progress in that field. I thought I'd found my my little lot in life. I wanted to be a sports photographer, mm. and that's the direction I was going, no matter what. Because I do like sports. There's no getting away from it, um, particularly the football. And I just wanted to progress in that. And even as daft as it sounded then, I thought perhaps I could end up being a professional photographer working in the sports industry. Um, again, particularly taking uh, pictures of, of, of football and and that that sort of thing. But it's an expensive hobby, as many people used to say to me. Must yeah. be not that it's an expensive hobby, but the kit you need to work at a professional level, it's not cheap. It's not cheap. It isn't cheap. No. And I, I soon learned that because my, I think my next investment was a 400mm 2.8 lens, which was pretty much an essential piece of kit to work at that level. It was a huge investment. Uh, yeah, yeah. But that came from a lot of hard was work. Was that long we travelled to Bristol? To yeah, we drove too much to a two miles <laughs> two hours <laughs> to pick it up didn't we to go and look at it yeah uh, i remember feeling really excited but it, it it was it was essential if i wanted to make that that path serious but as i was just saying it, it became a lot of hard work didn't it a lot of overtime a lot of working weekends a lot of working days off for the company i was working for then just to earn the money then doing photos on the saturday and the sunday and then evenings as well i was hardly at home because i was taking photos no, or, I know. or working <laughs> Or whinging at my website looked rubbish. <laughs> Didn't we do a, a paint job? We a did, painting, yeah, exactly. Job exactly, and I think this is something that, if you're listening and you're new, just something to take away from today, if nothing else. 
you become quite versatile if you really want to do something. Yeah. You, 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 you realise you've got more to offer somebody in return in exchange for money, yeah. for money, for payment, than you yeah. realise. Well, we've decorated a lot of houses overall. Well, we've moved a lot of times, we? Yeah. yeah. So we've always decorated a lot yeah. of homes. But we did, we picked up, we, there was a couple of painting jobs came up and we, we just put our name in the hat, didn't we, and what we were charged to do it, and we yeah, got the jobs. we did. So we got the jobs, and that literally, that week's work, as well as working full-time, yeah. at the end of it, was money that I used to buy a lens, mm. an important piece of kit that I yeah. needed to progress. Yeah. Um, and this went on for, I mean, going down this path, I mean, it's a lot, I could go on for multiple episodes with this, but it, it just meant putting the effort in, putting the work in, earning money. Yeah. Money is a horrible thing, but if you want things, you need it. You've got to go and earn it, haven't you? Yeah. And the only way to get it, put the effort in and get your money, um, you know, exchange the time for money that way. But it, it was essential to get the kit, wasn't it? On the back of that, it, it made me feel and also appear to be quite a professional yeah. in that field. Because yeah. locally, I now had multiple cameras. I took two to a football game, one with a big lens on for long shots, one a shorter lens for close-ups. I got myself a laptop. Again, that was a uh, that was some sort of scheme I got. Oh, that. It, I remember. Worked it was from a work, work wasn't it? It yeah. was a scheme that I could have a certain amount deducted from me yeah, wages, and right. I got a top of the range yeah. um, MacBook or something. I can't remember what it was, but it, it was needed because I wanted to be able to edit photos pit side and send them off eventually. So it was a case of getting the equipment, and I used to take it all down to the local football club and sit there and practice. Mm. I'd actually watch the game, take photos, edit them, then with the little wireless modem we had to wire them to the football club's Facebook page yeah. so they were having live pictures fed onto their that, page they? It, was, they, it was amazing they were absolutely made yeah, up yeah. That. it's not something you see very often no. even today no. but that was all it was all off my back there was no no payment or anything I used to get free access to sit pit side yeah. well I, I was like, that's a lie because I, I was offered always, free but I, I always paid I always paid my way that gained a lot of exp- experience and I got quite good at it and it's like anything, you want to move on. So I was doing local football, so I, I started to branch out and I went a bit more non-league, which is like a bit of a step up, a bit further away from home. And I remember reaching out to the guy there, I can't remember his name now, he was the media guy, um, and he was really happy. If you want to come up and take some photos, that'd be great, but we'd like to see some photos. Yeah. So I kind of at that stage, well, I've got all this kit, the idea is I want to make some money, do I want to go do all this for nothing? Mm. Um, so we had to try I didn't and find... want you to go and do it all for nothing. I remember that much. Well, I say, I'm working all week and then I go <laughs> yeah, off quite. and not earn any money the weekend and not yeah. be at home. But, but, but I went and I, I formed quite a good relationship because when I first started to go, I used to do a game. I'd take my computer and watch the game, take some photos and feed live pictures to their social media for them. Mm. So on their Twitter and their Instagram and their Facebook. Again, there'd be a match in progress and they'd be getting... And they, they, they loved it. Yeah. There wasn't anybody really doing that sort of thing not at that level for them clubs mm. but I was I wanted to do it because I wanted to get better at it and I got really good at it um, the editing at pit side and it was really exciting you know you capture a goal very fast moving very fast paced I well, imagine um, to do all that absolutely yeah it really was a quick a quick moving environment but that set me in good stead for when we came to do weddings yeah I find a wedding <laughs> in some ways harder than a a 90-minute football match in some ways easier it's certainly longer yeah, yeah well, <laughs> but... of course it is of course it is I submitted the photos to the club anyway. Um, I was learning the the, uh, the equipment I was using, and I was just getting quicker at, at taking photos. I think in that time, we also had another wedding came our way, didn't we? Yeah. We did our first full day, meaningful full day wedding. Yeah, that's right. It was from bridal prep all the way through to the, the evening evening, the evening dance, wasn't it? Yeah, probably time. Um, I can't remember what time. I think it was a winter wedding. It was but, a winter, it was December. But in amongst that, we were still getting inquiries about 
weddings because we had now had a website yeah. that had pictures of the weddings we'd done. It wasn't just a wedding website, though, was it? Of course it? it wasn't. It was everything. It yeah. was it was my it was doing. my website of my work. So yeah. there, I remember there was three windows or pictures on the website. One was for weddings, one was for sport, and one was for, I don't know. I think sport was the first page you went to, yeah. if I remember right. Yeah, or, well, obviously, yes. like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would have better photos at the time, weren't they? <laughs> yeah. But we did get another wedding, didn't we? Um, that was a full day, huh? And it, it was a paying wedding. It was a paying wedding. Yeah. We got something out of that, yeah. didn't we? It wasn't a huge amount. No, no, but that's kind of, again, it, it was it was the vibe in our pictures that somebody thought I'd like I'd like that. Yeah. And they probably know that at that stage we were quite cheap as well. We yeah, weren't charging a lot for yeah, our weddings because we were we, we were still learning, weren't we? Mm. And again, that perhaps that's something somebody needs to take on board who's starting out. You can't jump to thousands of pounds or thousands of dollars to do a wedding. No. You have to start small, don't you? Yeah. Um, and build up your experience and build up your reputation. So starting out first, if you're not if you've moved on to doing free weddings, you start to do smaller painting weddings don't yes. you which is yeah. what this one was yeah. but again one experience a full day wedding being in bridal prep I'm, I'm a bloke a proper bloke you're a blokey bloke when you're in a, a bridal suite full of young ladies with nothing but dressing gowns on it can, it can be quite yeah not intimidating but out of respect it's like I don't really know where I should look without feeling awkward yeah. They didn't give a monkeys. They, they didn't give a monkeys. No, you you were a photographer at their wedding. Mm. I just remember being in there thinking, oh, crikey. You know, I'm going to be caught, caused a, accused of being some sort of weirdo for putting my camera at somebody in shorts and T-shirt. But they but, loved it. They don't. They exactly. Don't it, was, it was kind of, oh, come on. Yeah. Come and take some photos. That's what you're there yeah, for. Exactly. There. So that was a hurdle to get yeah, over yeah. and over that hurdle quite quick. Yeah. Um, but because it was new. It was a new scenario, wasn't it? Yeah. Bridal bread. But of course, I, I was there as well. As, an, as, as your assistant, assistant yeah, so I yeah. was able to sort of be there. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. When perhaps you just so that I could tell you when you to could be read where the story you should need to be at, the, at that yeah, time, couldn't yeah. you? Because of my inexperience, but you, as a female in a female-dominant environment, yeah. you read the situation a lot better than I do. Yeah. Now I don't give monkeys. No, I tell you, get out of the way. I'm, I'm, I'm in control. But again, it was an experience and something to learn from, wasn't it? Mm. Um, but I just remember it being a much better wedding made me much more knowledgeable about the actual wedding day from beginning to end. Yeah, how day um, runs. And it kind of changed everything for us, really. Going back to the sports, I mean, I think I worked at, in that for about three years with an agency as well, because I, I left non-league and I got an opportunity to go and work for an agency. Yeah. Who then sent me to bigger Premier League, um, Football League type games to take pictures for agency stock that would then be sold to newspapers. And that's kind of where the excitement started yeah, because it was I was really quite literally now in the field of working amongst the professionals mm. with my kit, which is as good as anybody's kit there. Um, just thinking, this is it, you know. I've, not that I'm a big time Charlie, but I'm, I'm where I wanted to be. Yeah. Because it's very complicated in this country, in the UK, trying to get your license to be able to go to Premier League games to shoot papers off your own back is a massive process. Um, it, it was so hard. It was all to do with to do with. Um, taking photos, selling them at the, the going rate, if you like, you need about 15 to 30 per season to then show to the um, distributors of the, the license that you are working as a professional. Mm. I couldn't sell any. I couldn't sell 15, you know, to newspapers doing non-league because the stories weren't there, were they? No. Nobody was no. really interested. Local papers wanted them and that was it. Yeah. But I remember just three years I worked for them. and I had, I had a good three years there, a really good three years. I remember the first year... 
was very well paid. Yeah. Or not well paid, but it was very well, if you sold, lucrative, if you wasn't sold, it? sold a picture, then it was that for that one yeah, picture, yeah, yeah. it was and very we, lucrative. I did quite well in the first year. Um, most of my games, I can remember being at the lower end of the football leagues because I decided I'll stay low, get some experience before I move up and do the big games. Yeah. Um, and there wasn't as many photographers. But I think I was quite lucky because locally in, in, in the Midlands in the UK, the teams I went to, there were a lot sort of stories unfolding internal stories with certain players and promotion chasers and all that so there was a lot of media attention yeah and because there wasn't many photographers at those games sales were readily available yeah they and were. i did quite well you did you know i remember coming home one, thought this is it, isn't it? well I remember made my, it. <laughs> one of my first saturdays i came home and i, I had a three-figure payment yeah for one saturday oh, oh. 90 minute work yeah. it was amazing yeah. but during those three years things just got they got tougher and tougher didn't they in, yeah. in the industry as a whole and i soon I think I soon realised that the money's declining, the money's drying up in the game. More and more photographers are turning up at games. Lots of youngsters, you know, they're probably on, on um, degree courses and things, yeah. they're having access to games. Um, there's just more, in inverted commas, freelancers, they call themselves. It's basically meant they were hobbyists turning up at games, hoping to sell a picture. It just became more and more, and the money, it, it declined, didn't it? Um, well, the money per picture was... Declining, not with the agency you were working well, that's right, for, yeah. but a lot of the other agencies were sending them for peanuts. Yeah, yeah. As I say, the agency I worked for, they wanted to sell their photos for the going rate. But I think after about three years, I I, I realised, I think we realised, I needed to change my attack on my photography. Yeah. So we took the step that I'd finished work doing agency work. I'd sold my sports Your lenses. big lens. But that was such a quality. I actually got what I paid for you it. Did. So I didn't lose any money and invested in more camera bodies and lenses that would work for another. More for weddings. For more for weddings. Yeah. So what did we do? We attacked that website as well, didn't yeah. we? We spent months, I suppose, getting that website right. Um, it was, as you said before, it showed everything, didn't it? Yeah. It showed everything. But we played with the website, we tweaked it. Um, Changed things around. We finally, we finally made, narrowed it down. We made that decision. You made that decision. <laughs> <laughs> mm, a little that bit. it was going to be a web, uh, wedding-only website. Yeah. So all my football photos disappeared. They did. I've still got them, obviously, but they were taken <laughs> off the website, and it's solely from then that day forward. It was weddings. Just weddings. We wanted people to land on the website and know exactly what they were getting, yeah. not try to find out what they were getting. Mm. And again, I think that's something important that if you're starting out, everyone, you, you're so keen to show all your photos out there, which is fine. Yeah, because you, you're, pl- you're proud of all the work you do. Of course you are. You? No matter what, it, what the landscapes or whatever it is, you want people to see it. But if you're looking to actually nail down a career in a particular industry, your website needs to reflect that and show yeah. that. It, it needs to show you are a sports photographer or you are a wedding photographer or you are a landscape photographer. So our website is just simply darrenmusgrove.com. Yeah. And that's the domain I brought. And it's short and sweet, it's my name. But as soon as they land on that page, it's Darren Musgrove Photography Weddings. But that was quite a cute move because quite quickly, our number for weddings uptake increased. Yeah. So when I was doing the football, I think I had two, one year, to another year and when I came out of the football and the website and the Facebook page was saying wedding photographer I think we hit the first year after that with seven weddings yeah. but I was still working in my day job Yeah. so 
I had my income, plus my wedding income, which was used for kit, yeah. wasn't it? Upgrading yeah. kit. For those first few weddings, I just rented lenses. I had I had my camera bodies from sports that was still good good enough for that job. But I remember renting prime lenses from yeah, before, we, before we started buying from a company. Yeah. Just trying them out, trying different ones on, on weddings. So we had seven, didn't we? But our website was still being tweaked and it was still showing the work that we were doing. Yeah. Wasn't it? Yeah. And then the following year, do you remember how many weddings we had? No. So we had seven the one year. The following year. 21? 21 weddings. We had 21 weddings. That's right, the next year was 21. So it went from year. 7 to 21. Yeah, yeah, I remember now, yeah. First part of that year, I was still working. But because of the amount of work it meant doing, I made that decision that I'm concentrating professionally on weddings. So I ditched a day job, 21 weddings, down to the end of 20, 2019, I think it was the end of last year. Yeah. We were where we want to be. And that is kind of... My story, really, as far as getting to where we are today. Coming to 2020, we raised our prices. Um, we had we had 12 this year. <laughs> we still more more potential yeah. before it all went yeah. belly up. Yeah. So it just goes to show, and this is my personal story, but I'm sure people can relate to it. Starting out with an idea, with a passion, if it's a proper passion and you really are serious, you will do it. You will know. You you will make the right decisions. Situations will present themselves. They always did, didn't they? Mm. If I needed money, I could work extra. Or we took on another job somewhere else, didn't yeah. we? You'd always find a bit of paying work if you needed it. Print sales, not a lot of money, obviously, but it just showed that people were prepared to give you money for your service. Yeah. Um, the local um, sports companies I work for, they're using local people. You're a local sports photographer. We will we'll use your services. If you're out there with your camera and you're becoming known... Your name will be dropped. Yeah. Simple as that, isn't it? Yeah. Simple as that. I think it's also quite important to say here that what you did photography wise with your sports, it sort of helped to create the type of photographer you are as a wedding photographer. The photojournalist side of it, the on the fly, you know, not, nothing's well, that, set up, nothing's. I think that is a strength that I have in coming out of that side of um, photography. It was literally working live under pressure yeah um, working with what goes on in front of you because you don't have a hand on anything you can't organise anything looking for key moments looking for this looking for that being one step ahead yeah exactly thinking, that's, thinking that's what it does ahead. it puts your mind somewhere else yeah. looking at crowd looking at this looking at that um, and just literally you know on your on your toes all the time yeah and I remember taking that into my that one wedding we did in the winter and just just doing the way I shot just literally it's people there was a bit of action in there, dancing and stuff, you know. Candid moments become, they become quite easy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you literally, you're watching someone, you know, in a minute, in a minute, yeah. they're having a conversation. One of them's going to laugh at it. And, and you know what's going to come. Yeah. And then you catch that moment where you see kids doing something, you know, well, in a minute, if you're going to fall over, something's going to happen. You know, it's going to be a moment. Yeah. So you're, you're anticipating things. I think that it kind of what people that were hiring us for their weddings was saying in our pictures that it's all very in the moment. It's real-time photography. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's trying to find also your um, your market you want to look for in your, in your photography, isn't it? Mm. Um, there are different types of um, wedding photographers, aren't there? Artistic and documentary and, yeah. you know, lifestyle and all that. But we, we kind of work on the documentary, fo- photo, journalistic side, don't we? Because we literally... In the real sense, unlike... 
lot of photographers call themselves documentary photographers, but... It's all about posing. They do like that it? sort of more dramatic, yeah, yeah. look what I can do sort of look. Which is great. I mean, that's what a lot of, lot of uh, couples would want. This is, this is the point that, we, we were going to make next, are. is literally once you've established yourself, it's what's your market? What, what, what clients do you actually want? Yeah. It's, it, it, I used to say the same thing, but you can't just say, oh, anybody... I'll have anybody that wants wants my services. I mean, that's fine to a degree. Yeah, of course. But yeah. Ideally, you want to work with your clients, don't you? Yeah. You want to work with your sort of people. Yeah. So I think as you evolve, it's a personal thing again as well. It's not. It's there's, a, there's no wrong and there's no right. It's how you evolve as an individual. Mm. Your pictures or a photographer's pictures will start to take a look and it will tell the viewer what kind of person they are or how they like to shoot. What's yeah. important to them? Yeah. As we said before, my, what was important to me are real-time moments. Yeah. Not necessarily a dramatic, stood up on a hill in the sunset type mm. picture. I'd rather be backlit. And I'd rather be in the in the um, the party still, yeah. watching people enjoying themselves. Yeah. That sort of thing. Yeah, definitely. But it's what you what you feel is right for what you want to offer for the clients that you want to have. Yeah. But that's kind of it, really. From my first, I've got a camera right up to. We've got a website and we're taking clients in year on year now, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. Um, we're hoping to make strides forward still. Oh God, um, yeah, we've, we're going to go, yeah. You know, we've gone from being free to being very cheap, happy to be used, yeah. to we should be earning some money, so we'll charge this, to then, oh, we've got more weddings, so let's charge a little bit more, to now saying, well, we are one of the wedding photographers and you can give up your day job exactly I mean that was a huge exactly, step exactly yeah that well that, yeah that's this is you, you, you're going to have to make what you have to make it because you'll have to make it one day you can't do both no you can't not if you're going to take the, the industry seriously that's right you can, you can work you, you can work otherwise. and you can you can still do weddings but you if you get 21 in a year I mean people do it don't get oh, me wrong yeah, and I, do. I, I, I couldn't do it personally I know I, the way I work at a wedding and the the way I, my workflow after a wedding I couldn't do that built around a 50, 50 hour a week job no. type thing no. um, so yeah we made it and we're a lot freer that, that's it it all depends what you're what you're looking for at the end yeah, of it course. all really doesn't it yeah. if it's money you want and you want to be wealthy you might stick up having a job and yeah. doing weddings yeah. if you want to be free of the rat race and you don't get up because your alarm clock tells you to get up and you do weddings at the weekend and you edit during the week but if you don't want to work one day you don't have to mm. that's the lifestyle I was looking for after sleeping for yeah. years yeah. for someone else yeah. but again that comes with maturity and age, I suppose, doesn't it? Yeah, well, we're, we're in a bit of a, a good position now. I suppose the kids are all grown up. and Yeah, well, that's right, yeah. We yeah. haven't got the same ties that we used to have in that way. But yeah, we, have, we are now free of everyday burden of having to go to work for not, somebody else. We're just not free of having to stay at home. <laughs> no, no, well, that's another story, isn't it? <laughs> so, yeah, our prices went up. Um, and we're getting, I think we had 12 booked in so far this year. We've still got five maybes because they don't know what to do decision-wise. No. Three of those probably will go ahead because yeah. they're later on in the year. And we're just going to see what happens in 2021, yeah. aren't we? Yeah. Of course, we, we would have had more bookings, I would presume, towards the end of the year. But because of what's happened, then people are are not booking when maybe they would have done. One, one other thing we should have dropped year. in there was wedding fairs. Yeah. We quickly learned, didn't we, about the value of doing a wedding fair, being yeah. part of a wedding fair. Yeah. I should have dropped that in there, really, because that got us from the two weddings one year, two weddings the other year. I remember we did a wedding fair relatively locally, and we must have picked up about three or four 
maybe perhaps more than that over yeah. the couple of wedding fairs we did at a particular oh, yeah, venue we, we, I think yeah, yeah. that's yeah. what made last year because that's something I want you to say was. tonight was that if you're if you're on your journey and if you get to a stage where you think I, I do need more weddings and you're confident in what you do and what you're charging get, get into a wedding <clears> fair now they're really hard to get into they seem to be these days because there are so many photographers aren't there yeah and I know certain venues have their favourites that they go on the list before anybody else gets in. Yeah. And we've done wedding fairs, and we where there's been a stupid number of photographers. Yeah. And it's not fair for any of them. No. You've got six or eight photographers at a I wedding venue. I think it's venue. fair on couples. No. After well, yeah. you know, there was another photographer. Yeah, oh, it's yeah, another yeah, photographer. Yeah. yeah. But if you can get if you can get in somewhere and do your first wedding fair, that is an amazing experience. Yeah. And you will. St- I mean, I stood there, and a newbie will stand there at their first wedding fair. And look at all the other photographers or the other photographer that's there, particularly if they're more experienced and almost feel like they shouldn't be there. Yeah. But that's rubbish. Of course. You're there because you don't know what client kind of come through that door. No. You know, you don't know what they're looking for. You're there to offer anybody who's looking for what you've got. That's why you're there. Yeah. It's all about somebody turning up and offering the creme de la creme Mm. of photography. £4,000. You know, what would be the point in that? Absolutely. So most venues are fair. They'll have a... They'll have a, a section across the board, won't they? Yeah. You know, yeah. Because everyone getting married has got different plans, haven't they? Different budgets. Different budgets, different plans. So wedding wedding fairs, they are amazing. They're good fun. Yeah, they're good fun. If you can get in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I say that's another story for trying to get into some of these wedding fairs, but I just thought I'd slip that in there. On the back of that, we did start to get more weddings. And those weddings we did, we did pick up a couple of more by word of mouth yeah and this is a whole thing about wedding photography it's a circle yeah and your name will pop up in you don't know where in that circle that's right somebody that's heard about you somebody that saw you at a wedding or a wedding fair didn't want to use you but they know somebody that is looking for someone yeah. and you'll fit their bill yeah that's what it's all about yeah, definitely. it's not about going in and being successful and cleaning up it's about just putting your face out there mm. and getting your name out there yeah so it's uh I can't remember how many years that took that journey, but it, it, it was a lengthy journey. Um, a lot of sacrifice, as you know, time-wise. A lot of work. Coming home from football matches on the other side of the Midlands at one in the morning, getting off at six for work and then being gone all day and coming home, then going to another match locally. It, it's just the way I had to work to learn my trade. Yeah. Um, but as we've just touched on, the experience picked up is, is vital to our wedding day operations yeah. and the way we shoot, it's isn't it? It sort of shaped you, really, hasn't yeah. it? It shaped you yeah. as a photographer. All right, so it's a, it's a personal journey. You take your journey. If you do hit stumbling blocks of, of finances to get things, think about renting. You yeah, can rent cameras. You can rent lenses very, very reasonably. Um, see how you get on with them, and then yeah. you can decide which one you want to buy. Um, you, you, be, you become versatile. Just the way you are, it's human nature find a way to do something if mm. you really want to that's right if you've got the passion to do it you really, you're determined to do it then you'll find a way yeah and as I said before sometimes you, you won't believe the opportunities that come your way from other people's suggestions and things yeah you know just, just, just keep moving forward all the time even oh, I don't know you know I know things cost a lot of money but even, even if you could go to a family member for a short term loan and things like that yeah there are ways around things yeah if they, if, you felt, if they know you're serious... Yeah, that's it. Then they may be able to help you out. That's right, yeah. If they know you've got the passion yeah. and they, they, they want to support you and help you in that, Yeah. You, you know, you'd be surprised what, what people will do for people that are closer to them. 
I would advise keep away from bank loans and yeah. credit cards because yeah, you don't want that. No, don't, don't get into that sort of trouble. Um, but if you're really stuck, higher, even I don't know if you've got friends or got kids, borrow if you can. Yeah, you know I don't know how. No one's ever come to me to borrow lenses, but, say that. but if that. somebody <laughs> wanted and they were that keen, and I, I knew, know you've offered people, yeah, so yeah, I know yeah, you've yeah, done that's that, right, I have, you? yeah, yeah, you know, but they never want to take it up because they think you're after something. Probably, <laughs> <laughs> but in return. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, but it's it's a good journey, you know. It does it does bring a good side out in you. It brings a side out in you that perhaps you don't know you have. You know, the tenacity that you might have yeah. within you to do yeah. something. So say from my personal point of view, being in the same job for 15 years, watching that job change from an enjoyable job to a slaving job. You know, looking back at life thinking, if I don't do it now. That's right. I don't do want to look back in five, ten years and think I should have done it. Mm. Just just do it when the time when you feel it's right for you, just do it, isn't it? Yeah. That's my bit done for tonight. Yeah. That's all I was wanting to put out there. Um, as I say, we, we would generally be talking about weddings. We would have had a busy month this month, wouldn't we? We would have. May. Yeah. We would have been looking forward to our third weekend wedding in a row next weekend. Yeah. Yeah. With two already behind us. Yeah. Straight into June with a couple more. It was going to be quite a busy period, wasn't it, for yeah. us? Yeah. And now we're sort of sat here. Yeah. Grumbling. <laughs> Grumbling. We'll see what what the next uh, few months and that bring, won't we? I mean, everybody's in the same boat, yeah, particularly exactly. in this That's game. Yeah, Everybody is in the yeah. same boat, so venues don't know where they stand. Really. We still don't know where we stand as what we're allowed to and what we're not allowed to do. We don't know what the industry will want to do when it gets back on its feet. No, whether well, numbers will be kept to a. I think they probably will be to a minimum or something. Keep a minimum number. Yeah. So right. weddings are going to be different for quite a while, I think. Uh, yeah, I, they'll have to be, won't they? They'll have to be. Yes. They'll have to be. Yeah. Um, I just can't. I could be wrong, but I can't see a wedding going ahead without some people with some sense of trepidation and worry. Yeah, you know? especially people who've got to travel to the yeah, venue. Yeah, old elderly, just, that's right, you know, elderly, relatives. elderly relatives and things. Um, yeah, it's going to be it's, it's going to be different. But I hope it gets back on its feet. Um, oh, it will. People are, people are still going to want, want to get married, aren't they? Uh, oh, yeah. And we're still yeah. going to want to take photos of weddings. So we'll be here. We will. We're here waiting. Yeah, waiting. So what are we doing next week? Uh, I, I think I think what I might do next do. week because one of our weddings first anniversaries was yesterday, yesterday, yesterday wasn't it? Yeah. And it was one heck of yeah. an amazing wedding. Wow, what a wedding! So I might bring that out and have a little chat about that. That'd Just be really literally good. from first meeting with a client right through to us and how they met us, how they came. Yeah, about all that. Us. Yeah, right up to us falling asleep in the back of our van because it was too late to drive home yeah and we, we went on <laughs> very late that yeah, one yeah, yeah. yeah. And a McDonald's <laughs> breakfast <laughs> hear more next week <laughs> yeah. brilliant okay that's great so thanks for your time again thanks for listening yes thank you for listening um, as always come and find us again we look forward to speaking to you again next week yeah with a bit more fun wedding photo chat stuff yeah bye see you <laughs>